0: There is no one like our great King, bow before His majesty, there is no one like our great God, there is no one like our great King, we can trust His power and Cross straight, fall, bring forth the royal diadem and crown.
1: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Genesis Gathering. It's good to have you with us. We're excited for this day. You know what? It's snowing here in Denver, and uh, it's just a good morning to grab your hot chocolate and to sit down, grab your, your comfy or your, your sweats or whatever, and, and sit down and and take the next 45 minutes or so with us, hour and and let's hear the Word of God. In fact, I don't think it's going to be as long as it normally is, an hour, um, because I just, I just have a, a simple, short message as we wrap up what it is we're doing uh, here with this series entitled Awareness. I'm going to wrap it up today and share the final one. But we welcome you that are listening. We want you to think about going online. And uh, well, obviously, you're online right now watching us. But what I mean by that is share it. OK, you can watch online at our website or at the Facebook address that's pictured on the screen. So, again, I encourage you share this around. There's got to be somebody right now that you know that could benefit from being part of this uh Gathering today, that you could fire this email, fire this link off, put it in an email and send it to them and say, hey, why don't you tune in? Why don't you jump on this for the next little bit? I think it'll be so meaningful to you. Okay? Again, great to have you with us. I'm Jeff Corson. I'm the senior pastor of Genesis Gathering. My wife Nina is going to be joining us in just a few moments. But first, we're going to have a worship song. It's called Reckless Love.
2: Before I spoke a word, you were singing.
1: Oh,
3: good morning. <laughs> <laughs> I hear my husband oh. on the. Can you hear his voice and oh. not see his
1: face? <laughs> oh. oh, I'm having a Holy Ghost fit.
3: In the reckless love of God.
1: I mean, that'll just, that'll bring tears to your eyes right there. What a song. We'll be singing that in heaven. We'll be singing that in heaven. You know, I know, I'm, you know I'm looking I at Nina over and... here, but you're over <laughs> here, y'all. I want to tell you something. There, there are certain songs like that one, Reckless Love. It, it's, it's gone across the world. One of the most listened to Christian songs covered by all kinds of famous artists. But I'll tell you what, heaven sits up. Heaven sits up. When we talk about the reckless love of God, there's no wall. He won't climb up. There's no nothing. He wouldn't break down to get to you. He chased you when you weren't pursuing him. Isn't that right, sweetie? I mean, he he came after us when I need to let you go. You have something you need to do here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sign off here.
3: (laughs) You know, I found, and for Matt and Lisa Whipple who are, listening, I believe, but I found this for years and I just been thinking about it all week, how that the the music we hear on Sunday mornings just echoes in my brain all throughout the week. Like one or two songs will just go, oh, I, I won't even be thinking about a song and the song will come and begin to echo in my brain. I'll wake up to it. So, you know, uh, may this song that we heard this morning be that echo in our brain all week long to remind us of how very wonderful the love of God is for each one of us. So, so uh, okay, now on to our next uh, item here. I want to let you know that we'd love for you to text your prayer requests. I'm putting that out to you early here as we get started. And you can text your prayer request to 720 878 and we'll be praying just a little bit later um, in this morning's service and agenda, if you will. Um, Okay, so some announcements. I want to mention to you that this Thursday we're starting a book study by Zoom. It's called, uh, the book is called Love Wins by Rob Bell. Very exciting. I have my copy here, although I know you can see it there on the screen as well. It says it's a book about heaven, hell, and the fate of every person who ever lived. We're just going to take an hour every other week until we're done with the book. It'll be about six or eight sessions, depending on how quickly we think we can go through it. You know, uh, the great thing about Zoom is that people near and far can join in the study. So if you have friends or family you'd like to join us, that's great. Um, and, but you need to let us know, obviously, so we can send you the Zoom link. So uh, again, the phone number is 720-878-3323. That's my cell phone, and we'll make sure and get you on the Zoom link for the study that starts this Thursday. Very excited about this study. Um, um, some new thoughts, perhaps, to many of us and um i if you'd like to join we'd we'd love to have you then also uh we want to just make you aware there's the word aware of the series that pastor jeff is doing called awareness and it has to do with uncovering what god has already done in you and in the world here very exciting stuff a great way to start 2021 in the spirit here. So uh, you might want to go back and listen to the previous messages. I believe today is going to be the last message in this series. Go to our website at genesiscc.net to uh, pick up on those messages. We want to thank you for your giving and your donations. Um, I want to thank you for your contacts and your texts and your encouragement in every way that you do. And if you uh, aren't yet aware, there is a uh, the way to donate to Genesis and um, help us to continue this ministry is to go to the website and you can see it right there on your screen, www.genesis cc.net you simply click on the giving link or the donate link and it will give you instructions what to do you can also go uh, you can also text to give very simple again those instructions are on the website but here it is here you can text your dollar amount to 7207308510 in order to to uh, make your giving. I don't know if you can hear my puppy dogs in the background this morning. Um, they're seeming to not like the fact that we are busy. So I have one over here doing little groans and moans, if you can hear that. <laughs> I'm just checking to see if there are any prayer requests that have come through at this point. Okay. I don't see any in particular. Um, I I do have some... Um, some healing prayer requests, uh, and we'll pray for those. Uh, our Lisa and Matt aren't here this morning because Lisa's not feeling well. A friend of the Pagets has been diagnosed with cancer and will be going through chemo and radiation. Uh, a pastor here in town who we've known um, has been in the hospital on a, a ventilator, Pastor Russ. We'd like to pray for him. And then um, someone that, uh, Franny, if you're listening, told us about, I believe it's her grandson's friend, JT, who just recently had a liver transplant. He's doing well, but, you know, there's a lot involved in the recovery. So we'll pray for that. And then I want to dedicate the rest of our prayer time um, this morning to praying for our country. As you know, we've for months had have had quite a lot going on in our country, and then this week uh, was huge. And so I've written a prayer from my heart um, that I'd like to pray for our country. So if you would join me, uh, if you have any, I didn't see any prayer requests. If any come in later, we'll be happy to take them. You can continue to send them, and um, we'll be happy to pray for them. And right now you can lift up your friends and your family as well. So Heavenly Father, we thank you for... um, your healing power in the bodies of JT and Pastor Russ, the Pagets' friend, and Lisa. The word tells us that Jesus came and took our sicknesses and our diseases, and by his stripes we are healed. So we speak these words over these people and send your word, Father, of healing to all of these people. And thank you for your healing power working in their lives. And then, Father, I want to lift up our country to you. As you know, our country is quite broken and shaken. And you have said when things are shaken, you are the solid rock on which we can stand. We don't stand firm on governments, none of which are sure. We stand firm on you. You alone are immovable and trustworthy. Our hope and our trust are in you, not in governments. You've said in the world we'll have tribulation, but be of good cheer. You have overcome the world. So we come to you to help us and deliver us, to give us answers for a broken world. Lord, live through us that we might be light in the darkness, peace in the chaos, and hope in the midst of hopelessness. You've said to pray for those in authority that we might live peaceful and quiet lives. So we do. We pray that they would find their wisdom and direction from you. We pray they would walk in love and peace. We pray they would seek godly, life-giving government and decisions. We pray for the peace and reconciliation of Christ to rule in their hearts and in the hearts of the American people. Lord, we pray for healing in our land. We pray, deliver us from evil. May your kingdom that's already come on earth through us bring forth your will as it is in heaven. So for here in America and for each person in it, we pray and please join me in praying the Lord's prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name.
1: Thank you, sweetheart. And again, I want to uh, be sure to mention or uh, drive home for all of you that uh, we'd like you to continue to text during the message. Text us your prayers, your comments. And at the close of the service, Nina's going to come and join me here in a single camera view. And we're going to pray over those prayers that you send to us, okay? As we've finish our series called Awareness the thought came to my mind the other day while I was driving in the car and let me give you the subtitle of this series it's called The Unmasking of God Within Us The Unmasking of God Within Us I uh, had the Holy Spirit speak to me in the car. And yes, God does speak to us today. This isn't weird. It wasn't odd. It wasn't, you know, I didn't see clouds or, you know, a burning bush or anything like that. It wasn't particularly, you know, biblical in proportion. It was just that, that still small voice, that nudge, that urge. He speaks to you in your thought life, by the way. That's how you hear God. You need to get Get used to that, you know. Very rarely does God appear to people or give them a sign or a wonder. Certainly not the masses, all right? There are prophets uh, who see, or they're seers, and there are still um, visions and dreams that are relevant for today that God gives supernaturally to individuals. But the majority of the time, the way that the Holy Spirit speaks to us is through the word of God and through our thought life. He just quickens a thought to us. Well, I was driving the other day and this thought came to me. It's okay. Now, the truth is, I uttered those words because as I was driving away from my location, I was feeling agitated. <laughs> I, I was feeling frustrated with some circumstances that I was in. And I just had this sense of Jesus, I had this presence that I was very aware of. And then I uttered the words, It's okay. Have you ever said that? Have you ever said, it's going to be okay. Now, you might say that in a variety of ways. It's going to be okay, really. I, I just, I'm trusting it's going to be okay. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure you have the revelation if that's the way that you're uh, saying it. <laughs> so we we may want to work on that part for you. But uh, this, this was... This that I uttered, I, I just sat back in my seat, literally, as I was driving and uh, didn't take my eyes off the road, wasn't worshiping or anything, although I've done that. But uh, <laughs> I I was just super aware of his presence and then this peace. And in the words that I spoke, it's okay. I, my muscles relaxed, my body relaxed, and I just felt this this trust reaching out of me. Trust was reaching out of me, okay? Where was it going? I believe it was trust being expressed and reaching to the throne, to heaven, to Jesus, to our loving heavenly Father saying, I trust you with these circumstances. And in that trust, I can just relax because you've got it taken care of. Let me share a text with you. It's found in the Gospel of John. And it's taken from the 14th chapter in the 27th verse. Peace I leave with you. My peace... I give to you, not as the world gives. So do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Notice the relationship between what he's giving and what our response back is. All right? Peace I give to you. Not just any peace. My, pe- imagine the peace that Jesus walked in, and I mean, here's a guy who experienced some adverse circumstances. I'm I'm talking about <laughs> your worst day, my worst day doesn't come close to some of the circumstances and the overwhelming feelings of depression and fear and the attack. Now I'm not saying he got caught up in that. He was without sin. So we 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 know that he was tempted in all points like as we so we know he felt these things and and he had these thoughts, but he he didn't succumb to them. He didn't he didn't he trusted. Yeah. He he said in so many words, it's going to be okay. It's okay. And in that, he gave you and I a promise, my peace I mean, this is a supernatural awareness, right? That's what this series has been about. This is a supernatural uncovering, an unmasking by the Holy Spirit of God's presence, where in the midst of the worst circumstances, you can just sit back and say, it's okay. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. In other words, it's not gonna run out It's not based on your circumstances or happiness. By the way, happiness comes and goes. Jesus doesn't promise us happiness. The fruit of the Spirit is not happiness. The fruit of the Spirit is joy, peace, hope, love. (laughs) And in that peace, you can see in his peace, I can do the second part of the verse. So don't let your heart see. I have control over my heart, over my feelings, over my thoughts. I determine what kind of thoughts go into this seed bed. That's right. Thoughts are like a seed, and they go into this the ground, the fertile soil of our minds. Now, I I control. The devil has no power over you the The Satan, the Satan called in scripture, known as also in Hebrew the the ego right that wants to be in charge that has no power over you the only force the only power that that Satan has in our lives is to sow seed he's a he's a he 's a spiritual farmer, if you will, and he sows seeds of doubt and he sows seeds of fear, and he sows seeds of its you 're not going to make it and boy, this has gone bad for you hasn 't it why'd you why'd you get involved in this? why'd you trust that person right why'd you give your money to that? you know boy, that's a bad deal you know you 've made a lot of bad deals yet your life is just one bad deal after <laughs> You ever felt that way? Man, my life is just one bad deal after another. God's peace can supernaturally come over you like a cloak and cover your heart and where you just take control of those thoughts and you replant, all right? Pull up the bastard crop and replant new thoughts starting with what you read in the Word of God. Now, over the past several weeks during this series, we've been sharing three different prayers with you, And, and the second of the three goes like this. Make us less certain about the things of which we are certain and more open to the possibilities we don't yet see. 2021 is your year of possibility. You're going to come out, you're going to go forward. We're going to overcome and take new ground in 21, that it seemed we had lost. Someone listening to me right now, you've just kind of caught this thing. You you might've just been surfing or blowing through some pages in Facebook. Or advertisements and come across this. I don't know. But you've sort of given up in your spirit. I'm pointing here at my at my heart. You, in your inner being. That, that's where things they latch on to us, and then we go to sleep with them. We lay there, not able to go to sleep, thinking about the things that have gone with. See, Proverbs says that words are like a morsel and they go down into your spirit, but as a man thinketh, so is he. So see, you have a choice over the seeds that you sow, and Jesus said, look, I'm going to give you my peace, so I don't want you to let your heart be troubled. I want you to re-sow the things that you've been saying and thinking. Last week, we entertained what I believe is the most important question for 21, 2021, the year 2021. What is the gospel? What is the good news? Let me show you something here. One modern theologian stated, most evangelicals don't have the foggiest notion what the gospel is really is. Most theologians don't have the foggiest notion. That was a theologian, unknown, modern, not dead, don't know, have the foggiest state. And And see, Jesus was unmistakably plain about what the gospel was. The gospel, according to Jesus, is the kingdom of God is at hand. My rule, my reign, my peace, my joy, heaven, heaven in your circumstances, heaven in your breakthrough, heaven in your finances. <laughs> I mean, at a time when finances have been the greatest struggle, I, I'm not sure we've had a more daunting time in our lives professionally and as ministers than the one we're in, and yet every bill is being paid. I mean, we've had money just come in from, and we can't believe it. And he, and here's another way that that God will oversee and help you manage, give you new thoughts, and direct your steps so that you can realize the prosperity, all right, Victory in finances. Don't get hung up on the word prosperity. All right. I am not a prosperity gospel preacher, but I do believe that, as Paul said to Timothy, all things are for your sake. God wants us to have it. He taught us to pray or or taught us this principle of putting the kingdom, seek ye first the kingdom of God, which is what we've been talking about, the unveiling of the kingdom, the unveiling, the awareness of his presence, all right, his rule. And all these things shall be added to you. God is not against you having things. But you've got to put them in the right perspective. And and so We've been putting the kingdom first, and despite various circumstances that have uh, attacked us and, and uh, stolen from us in this situation, and obviously COVID has turned the world upside down and turned many churches have closed, outright just closed. We continue to come to you by the grace of God and by your free will gifts, Your love offerings have made the difference and you keep us up to where we can continue to gather like this. We will regather in person where we can touch and hug and love and pray for one another and push one another over in the spirit. I was teasing another pastor and his wife about that yesterday as we were helping them load their truck with some things. And Uh, we got onto that subject and I, and I happen to know that they were charismatic, you know, word, word, faith, charismatic, all that sort of stuff. And so I was just kind of teasing them about uh, the order of service and things that we do and so forth. And I was having fun with it, but listen to this through, through my daughter, actually, she gave me a referral. We have followed up on that. And we're now in the middle of a refi on the house. That's going to lower our monthly payment over five hundred dollars a month. I'm just about to bring Nina back on so we can shout together. Are you you still there, aren't you, honey? Peace. It's okay. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Ha ha ha. Oh. Getting happy here, listen, listen to this. Here's, here's the passion translation of our text. And this is John chapter 14, verse 27. I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace. Let me put this up on the screen. I, I think I have this for you in the passion translation. I leave the gift of peace with you, my peace. Not the kind of fragile peace given by the world, But my perfect peace, don't yield, notice the our part, don't yield to fear or be troubled in your hearts. If I'm troubled in my heart, it's my fault. Because Jesus said don't. And in him telling me not to, he gives me the grace to don't. Say that with me. God gives me Say it right out loud. Come on. You'll do your heart good. God gives me the grace to don't. <laughs> oh, I'm having fun with you. I, we've got to get this, this fruit. We've, we've got to get this reality. We've got to get this unmasking, this uncovering of trust the awareness of his presence down on the inside of us. 2021, Lord, help me. <laughs> help me not to be concerned about the things you're not concerned about. What's our prayer? Help me, help me, Lord, not to make us less certain about the things in which I'm certain. But I tell you, going, going through this week and you listen to the news media, media, there are so many people that are certain about so much. Certain about this in politics. Certain about that in in the financial world. Certain about this in terms of what what's going to be you know happening. Certain about this and that. You know, I, I hear Christians say things. Uh, they're certain about getting COVID. They're certain about getting old and 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 getting sick and having more diseases as they get sick because of course that's what happens when you get old. You get sick more. Are you certain? Really? Maybe we shouldn't be so certain about the things we're certain of. And then maybe we ought to trust more deeply. So when I was a young Christian, I heard this from somebody, I was in a, again, I, I mean, I'm talking pre-teenager. And the the preacher in the pulpit shared a, a method of prayer, that I have never forgotten. It's been indelibly imprinted on my mind. He said, when when you're troubled or when you have a weighty thing in your life that you you need to give to the Lord, he said, take it and see yourself putting it in your hands. Put it in your hands. And then reach your hands heavenwards, all right? My hands are going to go out of the frame here, but put your hands up in there and give it to God. Right now, many of us have learned that. It's sort of just a a common thing, an obvious thing. You don't even have to be a Bible student or have attended church to have this sort of reaction. People have it when they go to a concert or they're singing. That that reaction of su- surrender, that reaction of oh, I'm I'm so filled with. The joy of this, the happiness of this, and somehow the arms go up. It's a natural thing. And, and so in prayer, our arms go up, both in surrender, uh, and that's a, that's a surrender of your thoughts and your mind. Not a, not a we're no one's slave, all right? We're not God's slave. Uh, you know, we're not, not God's servant. The Bible talks about that, but we need, to, we need to do some explanation on that, some exegesis on that, because you don't want to walk around calling yourself a servant because you're as a kid, he's your father. And that, that'd be an, an, an inappropriate way to think of yourself as a son or daughter of your heavenly father. So that, that word servant has some, some stuff we need to talk about there. But what, what I'm talking about is I, I learned in this, this method of prayer, give it to the Lord. And then watch this, here's the secret. Then turn your hands over, right? Turn your hands over and leave it with the father leave it and 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 then as you're bringing your hands back don't turn them back up (laughs) just bring your hands back so that you can't take it back because we do that a lot with things oh i'm gonna trust the lord i'm I'm going to believe God. I am going to. I, I read a scripture. I, I know God's promising me something or another. Or I, you hear a good sermon or you're out to lunch with a friend and they're very inspiring and you say, I'm going to make that change. I'm going to believe differently. I'm going to repent, which is what that means. I'm going to believe differently. And, and then we find ourselves taking it back. And it begins to consume. We re-sow it. We take it back and begin to coddle and cuddle it. And then we re-sow it as seed to the soil of our heart by reaffirming it and speaking the words of it. Hmm. It's okay, it's okay. Yeah, I sat back in my my seat while I was trying. It's okay it's i i hope you can hear me i hope you can hear the nuances it's okay it's okay i mean your whole body will relax your muscles will relax peace will come see that's why that's why i'm wrapping up the series today with this message awareness becomes more aware as you learn to say, it's okay. It's okay. God's got this and I'm not taking it back. See, we we enter into a new realm. Now, you Bible students might be saying, you know, you quoted that verse about Jesus saying, the kingdom of God is here. The kingdom of God is at hand. Paul said, the kingdom of God is within you. Well, No, I didn't misquote it. I left off the first part intentionally. There's a word that prefaces it. Repent, for the kingdom of God is here. Repent. I have always thought of the word repent in a negative connotation, always, until I learned both from Scripture, from my good friend John Master Giovanni, who's a Hebrew scholar and from studying and praying and reading and going back to the scripture and reanalyzing and asking, am I certain? You know, it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to question what you think you know about the Bible. It's okay to question what you've heard in sermons. It's okay to question your favorite preacher. It's okay to question. Because we, we've got to deal with things like this word repent not, and, and change it, flip it. I taught on that recently too, how to flip things and, and not think of the word repent in a negative connotation of coming to Jesus on bended knee, begging and pleading, full of guilt and shame, asking God for forgiveness, all of that. There's a place to ask. There's a place to acknowledge all right, sinned, and, and to say, I, I'm sorry, and, and I re- receive what you've done for me. I receive the cleansing that's provided for me. I receive that forgiveness. There's a place for that. But the word repent has nothing to do with that. The word repent has nothing to do with asking God for forgiveness. It's the Greek word metaneo, and it actually means to put God at the center of your thoughts. Now listen to this. This is the Apostle Paul speaking to the church at Philippi. He wrote them a letter. It's called the Letter to the Philippians. And in chapter four, we find this. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, and honorable, and admirable, and beautiful, and respectful, and pure, and holy, and merciful, and kind. And fasten your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always. You know, there's some people this past week who got so caught up In putting another kingdom first, that they forgot what it means to be honorable, admirable, beautiful, respectful, kind. See, that's under my control. I have to repent. <laughs> I have to change my mind and think like God thinks and put God's mind at the center of my thinking. Here's what the amplified translation of that says. Think continually, let me see if I have this verse for you. Here's Philippians 4:8 from the passion. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real, honorable, admirable, beautiful— isn't that a, man? That's powerful. Philippians four. And then here it is from the Amplified Translation. See, I, I tend to forget that I have uh, these scriptures available to me that I can show you. I haven't been doing this very long. Oh, really? I, I haven't had to do this part. Amplified Translation says, "Think continually on these things." Watch this. Center your mind on them. There is no way you can loot, ransack, burn things down, break the law, storm governmental facilities, tear down statues, start fires, dishonor and disrespect. The seats of authority, whether you agree with them or not, that's not the point. You don't disrespect them. There's no way you can do any of those things and have the word of God and Christ's peace that he promised to give us at the center of your mind. There's no way that you can do that and say, you know what? It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I'm glad more people haven't asked me what I what I think about all this political unrest and social unrest. Cause you know I, I think what I'd have to respond is it's okay. It's okay. God's got this. God's got you. It's okay. While I was getting ready this morning, um, I heard this, and so I, I put it in my notes after the fact. I'm, I'm glad I typed it in there because I think it's really, really current, uh, really important. There's, well, we all need to hear this, but I, I think he told me this while I was getting ready to add this in, and it's really going to help somebody. Stop pretending. Now, I I like to look good for you, and so I I showered. You didn't want to see me before. And I was wearing a cap and a. I don't wear normal caps. I don't. They don't fit. My wife's laughing right now because she knows I have the biggest head. I mean, just. Yeah, somebody will hand me their hat to try. It never fits. It just sits on top of the crown of my head. <laughs> I have a big head, but stocking caps fit, sock caps fit, loose, loose knitted caps fit. So I had one of those on, and I, had, I was in my, you know, I, it was ugly, it was ugly. So I, you know, I want, I believe in cleaning up and looking good for you, and. But do you know, I, I grew up in a community of faith, a community of people, where a three-piece suit was the standard when you went to church. Oh, and Lord, when we all got together at our convention, it was constantly one upman who had the greatest tie, who was wearing the greatest shoes who had the biggest ring on. I, I'm, t- <laughs> And of course, it's Pentecostals, you know, us charismatic people raising their hands. You know, we'd be in a big convention, thousands of people, people worshiping God, you know, rows of people in front of you. Well, some lady would stick her hand up in there and there'd be some big rock on her finger, you know, and you'd be looking at that rock, completely forgetting the peace of Jesus, polit- <laughs> completely forgetting why you're there. Man, that's a big rock. Man, that's impressive. I wonder where as ministers they make all that money. I've never been able to buy Nina that kind of rock. And I've just missed, all of a sudden, I've just missed 10, 15 minutes of worshiping Jesus because I'm pretending. Preachers wearing skinny jeans. Because so-and-so back east wears skinny jeans. And I love him. I mean, I love him. I, I listen to him all the time. I think he's a great preacher. I can't fit in skinny jeans. And your behind can't fit in skinny jeans. So stop trying to get in them. Here's the point. Be yourself. Have fun. It's okay. As we come out of COVID and we begin to regather and we're able once again to all be together as one. And and, and Genesis isn't going anywhere. Genesis gathering is going to regather. And I want you to be there. And I want you to gather again with us. I'm not interested in your skinny jeans. I'm not interested in the size of the rock on your finger. And there's some other things I'm not interested in. And God help us all. I'm not interested in the size of the home that you live in. I'm not interested in what model car you drive. I'm not interested in how many months or years you've gone without even getting a cold because I've been believing and standing on the word of God. No, no, no. God's just been merciful and graceful and praise God for his grace and Whatever, you didn't get around the right stream of bug flowing through the air and all of that. I mean, there's a bunch of things. You've been eating well and maybe exercising or whatever mix. But, man, is that something for us to gloat about? Stop pretending. I mean, really. At my age, there's things I shouldn't do, shouldn't try to do, clothes I shouldn't try to get in. And, I, and, I, and I've been more aware that I care less in a good sense. All right. We, we should care about one another because of love. You will always care a lot if you are walking in love. But that phrase, I don't care, means I've learned to switch my priorities. Okay. So when you switch your priorities, what happens is you learn to trust in the middle of the worst circumstances. Stop pretending. Call somebody. Say you're in trouble. Call somebody. Call the prayer group. Text Pastor Nina. Text me. Let me know you need prayer. Let me know you're hurting. And let's be real. Let's stop pretending. Because it just eats away. It, I mean, it, it absolutely is the exact reverse. I mean, it is a 180 degree flip from confident trust where you're saying, oh, it's okay. Say these prayers with me. All right. We're going to say them right out loud now. All right. I left up a verse, I think, I don't know. Right here, is that it? Okay, good. Let's say these prayers together. Would you do it out loud? And by the way, we have a PDF of these prayers, a beautiful picture of them and all, and the prayer's written out. I'd love to send it to you. So let me know you want it. Ready? Let's read. The word is an encounter. We ask you for regular encounters which challenge us to see differently. As you see, not as one's bound up, by religious teaching, evangelical dogma, dogma, fear and guilt, or any other compromise. I apologize that the words got left off there. They're in our PDF that we can send you. Let's go to the next prayer. Make us less certain about the things of which we are certain and more open to the possibilities we do not yet see. Are you texting right now? You should be texting your prayer request to Nina because in just a moment, she's going to come out and join me here, all right? I mean, of the three, that is my favorite. That's my favorite prayer for 2021. That's why we type these up and I want to send them to you. I've been praying these daily and especially this third one. Lord, let me make me less certain about the things of which I've been certain. I grew up that way. I grew up believing it's important. I was raised in a a spiritual tradition and the Bible college I went to and the people I hung around, the ministers that I admired, it was all about being certain, being exact, just knowing. Oh, I'm so glad Jesus has set me free from that. And I'm walking in a new grace. Here's the third one. Let's read it together. Cause us to understand that when you said you'd never leave us, you meant it. So we declare in faith that 2021 will be a year breakthrough in awareness. Awareness of your presence. Awareness of your power. Awareness of your provision. And awareness of your love. Man, isn't that good? Nina's coming. No prayer requests? Well, then you can just, you can help me close out our service here. Sweetie, I'm going to move over and we're going to move in. And
3: Well, I have a scripture, as you were saying, and wait, we have to, Theo has.
1: Oh, Theo's See, been after it all we're morning. Since we being
3: authentic, yeah. this is off, authentic, is, is there something, this authenticity. is
1: authenticity. I don't know, this is authentic, this
3: to is have authentic. our dog here. Yeah, this is
1: authentic. <laughs> and and Theo's, Theo's our boy. And I don't know that he's going to perform for you or anything cool like that. But he's in desperate need of grooming, so he's going to go to the groomer this week.
3: (laughs) So scripture, you were saying everything's, you know, it's okay. And so uh, I guess the camera's over here, and I'm looking at the screen instead of the camera. (laughs) It's okay. And I was thinking about um, in the Amplified, Colossians 3.15, let the peace from Christ's rule Act as an umpire continually in uh, deciding and settling with finality all questions that arise in your minds. So when we're in the midst of all sorts of things and you want to say it's OK, you can say, yes, it's OK, because I'm going to it's let okay. the peace of Christ be the umpire and make the decision it's okay. with finality. It's OK. It's okay. Peace Having peace is okay because I'm not dependent upon the world systems. Mm-hmm. You know, truthfully, I'm not dependent upon another person for the peace of Christ. The right. Scripture also, Paul also said to be, to learn to be content in whatsoever state you're in. Mm-hmm. So whether things are troubled or peaceful and out amongst us, mm-hmm. whether things are plentiful or lacking, whether things seem good to you or bad to you. Uh, we can find contentment and peace in Christ. Uh, he, he's, it's not everything else that brings peace.
1: I'm not dependent on other people, Nina said. Even if you're married, it's one of the great secrets of a of, of marriage that lasts is being independently secure in who you are and your identity. Because things don't go well sometimes. Things, Everything isn't smooth. And there's two different people here that have come <laughs> together and said, I'm going to live the rest of my life with you, which I'm not sure who came up with that idea. I'm going to live the <laughs> rest of my life with you, love you, care for you, take care of you, never speak bad about you, never have bad thoughts about no. you, never you know always feel good always be up always be joyful what a stupid idea of marriage <laughs> well of marriage
3: it's good to be it's good to be loyal it's good to be one it's good to, anyway that's christ like to stick things out and be there. Yeah, yes. yes. Okay, we well,
1: we love you. Yes. And, and we want to pray together right now. Okay. And let me just check
3: I, one more time, and okay, I don't see any. Yeah, I want to requests. be sure. I'll
1: be sure that I have not. I, I don't think I have either. So, let's just pray, honey, for the people, and then, if you'd like to stay on long enough, I'm going to play the song that we've been playing during this entire series. Okay, for you as we wrap up. And uh, I hope you'll stay on long enough to, to listen to it because it's just some sort of special. I said last week, I I, I think this is a, a banner over, over Genesis gathering for 2021, this song, let's pray. Jesus, thank you that we can be authentic and that you're the one our eyes are focused on. I pray for everybody listening to me now and live or that will listen in the future online or recorded that during this, supernaturally, a new awareness, the uncovering of awareness will come and that we'll realize that we can just say, it's okay, it's okay, you've got this, you're going to handle this, you're going to take care of this thing that I give to you and refuse to take back and so, Father, right now, for every person, whatever they're walking through, together in faith, we give it to you. We turn it over to you, and we will not take it back. We trust you right now with it. We know it's okay. You've got our back, and you're working that thing out. And so we're just going to choose to walk in peace. We're, we're going to guard our heart and re our field with the thoughts that Paul talked about in our text today, Philippians 4. We love you, Lord Jesus. love you, Jesus. And we thank you for this new year of opportunity that's before us.
3: Yes, amen.
1: In Jesus' name, amen. amen. We love you. We will see you next week.
3: Or Thursday night if you want to join us for the Love oh, Wins study. Oh,
1: Love Wins. Yeah,
3: and if you don't have that number, just go to our website. There's a contact spot. Contact us and let us know you're interested. We'll make sure you get on that Zoom link.
1: Come on, let's let's fill up the Zoom room. Yeah. Here we go. It'll be great. Love y'all. We'll see you See you Thursday.